Coming to you from the lab where they talk about guns, gear, training, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Mike and Big Key, and this is The Gun Experiment. How's it going, everybody, and welcome to The Gun Experiment. On this very special episode, Keith and I head to Cheshire, Connecticut to take part in Target Sports USA's Prime Day celebration. While we hope you enjoyed this special episode of the show, our regularly scheduled episodes will not be affected. And as always, you can expect our typical content every Tuesday morning. So be sure to subscribe and share the show with friends. And as always, I cannot start the show without the big man across the table, although he's actually next to me on this table. Big Keith is in the house. Keith, how are we doing? I, I'm doing well. I was kind of thinking we're, we, we're not really heading there. We're already here. We are. That's true. Okay. Yeah, so. I guess technically. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out on that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, so we are here. We are at uh, the headquarters of Target Sports USA. Back I'm again. Very excited. We got to pat the bull. I, I pat it for good luck on the way in. Yep. I hope our guests did too. That good luck for them to uh, maybe win the win. Yeah. The so I mean, if all four of them actually pat the bull, one of them will get the good luck. That's true. <laughs> that's true. There'll be a there'll be a very uh, good streak kept intact yeah. of the bull yeah. being good luck. I chose a different part of the bull this time, just yeah. in case the last one wasn't the good luck part. Yes. I picked a different. You part. You went away one. from the rump roast. I went away from the rump roast and Fair. I went, went right to the front. Okay. So let's kind of like outline this really quick. Uh, we are here. We are going to be uh, interviewing multiple people. Yeah, but first, four, first time we're ever doing something like yeah, this. Yeah, four of those people are finalists in the uh, Prime giveaway for Prime for members the for the F-150, which is, I have an F-150, but it's not as nice as that one. No, it is not. And yeah. uh, I've ridden in yours. It's 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 nice, but it, it's not yeah, this. No, I can, I can say theirs is nice. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was trying so, to be nice. Anyway, so uh, we are here with our first finalist, and we are here with uh, Eric and Sherry V from Lewisburg, North Carolina. How are you guys doing? Doing great. 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 Well, Very nice to have you on the show. Thank you for letting us convince you both to uh, to come and sit down and hang out with us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we appreciate you uh, spending time with us. So uh, one of the questions we plan to ask all of our finalists, you guys just happen to be the lucky ones that are first, is uh, what is your favorite type of shooting to participate in? And uh, I guess, Eric, why don't you go first, and then we'll let Cherry go. Uh, I am primarily a handgunner. I've always liked uh, just target shooting, uh, range shooting. Um, I do like... I do like shotgun. Um, now you're talking my style. The uh, the skeet shooting and things like oh. that. That's uh, busting clays is probably one of my favorite <laughs> things to do. Oh, that's fun. Uh, I I I you know I jokingly call myself a fud because I'm mm -hmm. I'm way more into shotguns than I am to anything else. Um, right. This this podcast has kind of really accelerated me into some of the other areas. Pistols, Mike and I have both really been getting into. We're we're part of. We've we've turned red dot on pistols. We'll never go back. Yeah. Um, Keith's wife's a big fan of me. Uh, his expenditure of money on guns <laughs> has gone way up. She loves me. Uh, Sherry, what about you? What kind of shooting do you enjoy the most? I do like the handgun nice. uh, target shooting. Um, I'm a Glock girl. Very so nice. um, I have a, a 19 and a 44. Oh. I have a 19 for my birthday. Nice. So, is that a um, new gun? It is. Oh, congratulations. Is yeah. yeah. And then I carry an LCP too. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Okay. They're nice little guns. Yes, yeah, it's when, okay. Yeah, when I, you when you need some smaller, just to right. I need to get a holster for my Glock so I can carry that. Uh, are yeah. you an off body carry girl or are you an on body carry girl? I'm an off body right now. Okay, so mostly carry in my purse. Yep. But um, do you feel ever like you have to really keep track of that purse a little more than if it was on oh, your body? Oh yes, I'm yeah. very conscious of, yeah. of Which I where guess my purse is at all times. I guess that's <laughs> yeah, a good yeah. thing anyway, right? Well, in yes. general, right? I feel yeah. like that's kind of yeah. how it is. Yeah. But yeah, a little easier for us, right? <laughs> a little easier right. for the guys. <laughs> what now? I was looking on some, uh, trying to find something you know to do in uh, in Lewisburg, North Carolina, and I saw that they have an you have an alpaca farm called Alpaca Dreams. Have you guys ever been there? Do you, do you know that there's an alpaca farm in your hometown? No. I, no. <laughs> wow, look at that. Now, we, we told you something about your own hometown. Now you got to go right. back and find the alpaca farm and maybe buy some alpaca We're socks. We're going to have to do that. We, yeah. 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 We used to have the International Whistlers Convention, but they don't oh. have it there anymore. And that was pretty cool. Like uh, mechanical whistles or mouth, no. whi like, really? mouth oh. whistling? Wow. Mouth yes. whistling. I didn't know that was a thing. Did I didn't you? know that was a thing. I mean, I, I knew yodeling was a thing. But I didn't know whistling <laughs> was a thing. We actually tried to get her brother to uh, compete. Really? Uh, is he a whistler? He's a really he is. great whistler. Really? Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Is, wait, is this like a North Carolina thing? Like I feel. <laughs> I don't know. It must yeah. be. Do you yeah. do you grow up with it, or is it something that's taught? 
Well, he played the trumpet, so okay, he's, right. he can do it because of that. But yeah. anyway, so he he uh, he he had that uh, that mouth ability. Yes, in, not in a dirty way. <laughs> As I said it, I was like, eh, maybe I should have said change change, change change gears, change gears. Yeah, yeah, so abort, we abort. we heard about your new uh, your new gift, your new yes. gun. Correct. Uh, are there any other new additions to the firearms collection for either of you? Eric, do that? you do you buy her one so you can buy one? Of course, smart man, <laughs> smart man. Yeah. So, um, any other new additions other than that? We bought our daughter a Springfield Hellcat. Oh, okay. nice! And uh, we fill up bottles with colored water and do cans and nice. all kinds of like splatter targets. <clears throat> it's so funny. There's all these like fancy targets nowadays, but sometimes there's nothing better than shooting like a tin can. Right. <laughs> like I don't know why. Like right. there's just something about that. I don't know if it just like really harkens back to my childhood, but there's something about that that I really enjoy. Mike and I, uh, with 22s, we love to do, uh, you can get battleship targets. Mm-hmm. You ever see that? We love mm. shooting oh, battleship with yeah. 22s. So it's like, the, it's like the battleship board and you go top or bottom and then you try to sink their ships before they sink yours. Yeah. Oh, it's, a lot, cool. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So in the past couple of years, we've seen uh, quite a bit of an ammo shortage going on. Has that affected your shooting issues at all? Yes, quite a bit. Yeah, it's it's tough. And it's yeah. like, you know, we're here, we always joke because we, we came down here to visit a while back and we went in the warehouse and they have like, and you guys you guys saw the warehouse? You just went for a tour, yeah. right? And so like, it. we saw all those boxes and we're like, what ammo there? shortage? Yeah, what shortage? I'm like, Target Sports has got their ammo covered. So um, I'm sure you're happy that you have a source like this to be able to, to go to. Very happy. Very yeah. happy. They've been nothing but great. Uh, they keep us well notified when new things come in and- the shipping is fast. It's, it's great. Yeah, I found, so we're, we're Prime members, and uh, I found that that notification, which you get as a Prime member, is really helpful, right? Because it's like sometimes you you with your reloading stuff, it's like when something comes in, you can jump on that's, it. That's the one thing that hasn't quite freed up yeah. enough yet. I mean, at least on the shot shell side, we're definitely starting to see more more Primers, but uh, on the on the shotgun side, mm-hmm. it, you know, Reloading components is still still pretty tough, but I heard there's going to be a few uh, industry guys, ammo guys here today, so we're going to hit them pretty hard in that shot reloading <laughs> okay. stuff. And yeah, we said that we were like giving like little lob softball questions, but not to them. Not those guys. Not don't, those don't guys. tell them. Don't we're tell giving them. those guys some, some hard time. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just joking. But uh, anyway, um, oh yeah. So what if if you guys if you guys win the truck? What will it take for Mike and I to buy that truck off of you? Yeah, how much? How There's got to be a price. There's got to be a price. And I would like to negotiate it now before you win. <laughs> On air. <laughs> On air. <laughs> uh, at least 10 grand over list. Oh, wow, 10 grand man. over list. All right, well, the rims and, the and rims, everything yeah. else, maybe, yeah. maybe. All right. I got a really nice Mustang out there uh, that maybe we could, you know, well, now, work, if, work a deal. If my daughter won the truck, you probably would have a good chance. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, guys, it was a pleasure spending some time with you. Thank, thank you for your, thank you for uh, joining us on the luck. show. And good luck. Thanks. Thank yeah. you very much. Did you know you didn't know whistling was a thing either? No, never, I didn't know whistling I've, was a I've thing. I've never heard uh, of that before. I, I'm still trying to get over the fact that if I want that truck, I got to pen ten, ten grand over sticker. That's but, a lot. Uh, you know, uh, whatever it is, yeah. what it is. I mean, the rims are nice. Rims are nice. Yeah. yeah. So and I don't know if they're ten grand nice, but you know, yeah, we'll you were going to trade the Mustang for a second. I was. Yeah. I was. I was. I, I, listen, I. I would. Yeah. There would have needed, needed to have been some official paperwork on that. Yeah. You know, like, just so everyone. I bet you would have raced them for pink slips, though. I would have raced them. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I done. <laughs> yeah. So That's anyway, fun. we have our next guest here. And uh, we're talking to Dave from Vista Outdoors. Dave, how you doing? I am doing great. Thank you, guys. Awesome. How about you? We're, we're doing really well. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, I, I know this isn't your day job. Yeah, for sure. But they, it is my pleasure to be here. When I'm they gave you excited. your job description, did they give you like a 5% other's duties as assigned? Because this falls into that. Right. They did that. However, <laughs> I also had a caveat in there that was no TV, no, no. radio, no media. They lied no to nothing. you. They lied. And yeah, here we yeah. are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here we are. Well, don't, don't, don't tell them that you did it. Just, uh, yeah, we'll they just might make you do more. If they, if they hear how good you are, you're going to do more of these. I think there's, I, I think we're pretty safe. All right, okay, all right. Okay. So Vista carries some great brands of ammunition. You guys uh, have Remington, CCI, Federal, and Spear. I know our listeners would love to know where the state of ammo production stands right now. Um, can you give us a little bit of that? For sure. So don't forget Heavy Shot also. Oh, so oh yeah. We also are the owner of Heavy Shot, which oh. is super high-end, premium, very good quality, waterfowl and upland Beautiful. hunting shot shell ammunition. Oh. And great technology, metallurgic technology. Oh, which what's that? Tell me a little bit. Be in the future for um, projectile manufacturing. Oh, that's really cool. Really cool stuff going on in really? the future. So, yeah. So. We have a lot to look forward to with that company. Interesting. So sort of taking the next level with projectiles. And, yep. uh, oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. Interesting. Materials and, and metallurgy to manufacture. It's so funny because you think of uh, ammunition, you think of a projectile, you're, you're basically sending a projectile, whether like how it be, can you refine How that, could you refine right? that? But <laughs> right. it's amazing that you guys are able to constantly refine this yeah. process. Right. Well, what you, have to, what you have to look at and understand is that certain states and certain political folks are um, anti-lead and, and have some propaganda sure. regarding lead compatibility <laughs> with nature. Um, and so as a manufacturer, we've got to go to the next levels to make sure that our consumers have products to use that are able to be used in those states that, that right. come up with those laws. So, so the bismuth type stuff, um, the tungsten type stuff, and the, and the blends of those things take lead out of the equation, sure. but still make a, a very stable, accurate, good performing but the, the ballistics must have to be totally redone when sure. you change, right? Yep. So that kind of... Yeah, and there's... there's are, are, is there any loss of, of ballistics or are you gaining ballistics? So I am not an engineer. Okay. <laughs> right. That, However, like we, our, our company is, again, uh, has many manufacturers that, that we own. Sure. Um, all, of the, all of the bigger names. Some's got smarter to, engineers right. than others. And, but they all have a pile of engineers, right? Yeah. Right. They all, they all... One of the cool things about being being so diverse is to be able to collaborate yeah. and get the right guys on the right projects That's cool. and take things to different levels. So you steal that, the right engineer from federal, the right. From <laughs> yeah. CCI. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, smart. It's not even That's that. Smart. I mean, they keep their day jobs, right? Yeah. They yeah. kind of stay where they're at, but they collaborate on projects. That's amazing and, though, and to have that ability. Cool it thing. was funny. Yeah. You mentioned about the, uh, you know, sort of the, the path of getting away from lead. Cause I, I had a funny story. I know Mike knows this, this story. I, I can't remember if I've ever told it on air. I definitely have not told it to you, Dave. So yep. you get to hear it for the first yep. time listeners. If you hear it again, I'm sorry, but, uh, uh we have a buddy who owns a, a, a gun shop and somebody had bought some ammo and left. And then, you know, a little while later they came back with the ammo and they're like, I need to return this. And he's like, well, why what's wrong? And, and he says, well, I, I don't want this lead on my property. <laughs> and, and the guy's like, uh, I'm pretty sure the farmer that owned your farm before you is there's probably a good amount of lead on your property. So <laughs> yeah. you're okay. Yeah. But I understand the, the need for, you know, better materials and, and better, uh, better, better quality ammos are taking the next step. So sure. I'm sure. So Dave, are we still in a shortage? Are we working our way out of it? And most importantly, Will I ever see nine millimeter for 13 cents around again? <laughs> so to try to take that one step at a time. Sure. So we um, are working our way out of the supply demand constraints. Okay. Um, as a manufacturer, and all the manufacturers have been in the same situation, um, to enable to procure the raw materials that you need it, with everything that everyone went through in the pandemic and price spikes and all of the above and, and supply and shipping constraints. It, it's a challenge and has been a challenge for yeah. the last several years. Um, we, we have continually, continually worked our way through all of those different challenges. Sure. And it, it, one day it, it could have been, um, we couldn't get lead or we couldn't get copper or, or the, the shipments of zinc coming in were challenging or whatever or down to cardboard for the packaging at yeah, some point, right. you know? So it was just, it was just crazy. Every time you got over one hurdle, another one presented. Exactly. Itself. And, yeah. and, but we worked very hard as a, as a company to solve all of those things and address them. And, and as soon as you get one fixed, then the next one comes up, but, yeah. but we fought through it very well. And then in addition to that, with COVID with employees running the factories and stuff, it, there was challenges all the way yeah. through. You um, had to shut down a couple of times, right? Well, we did not oh, actually. No, we were, we were in a, we were an essential business Excellent. for, for the country so so we were able to stay open and Good. maintain but we did we they were very smart and very creative in the way they managed employees working in okay. and out and be, making sure that everyone was safe and, and our priority on everything we do is safety first sure whether it's the the products we make and produce for consumers or the way we treat the factory folks that come in and build the stuff i mean it's always it's always paramount to what we do is safety so we've gone through those challenges um, things have eased up a little bit as far as supply side sure. constraints, but but not completely. I mean, there's still well stuff on, going on, on, there. on that note specifically for a 22 uh, long range competition. I like to shoot um, the ultra match, gold medal ultra match. Um, and am I ever going to see that again? Is it's like it's still unavailable? Yes. Was that was that like you asking me for if I can get you something? Is um, that what that was? Well, maybe, he kind of was, subtle, but I, I like subtle. to I like to tell him. Keith, I the guy might... doesn't carry it in his car. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Do you have it in your car?" 
<laughs> no, so, so, so the, other, the other part of the equation, to answer your question, yes, you will see it again. Okay. Um, the, other, the other thing that folks... I had to go to another want, brand, Dave. I'm like a little disappointed. And, and I respect that. Yeah. You know, and we, you know, we want consumers to be able to go out and do the stuff they love to do. And if they can do that with our products and we can supply enough, then, then that's what we want. Sure. Yeah. And, but when, when we get into situations like that, where sometimes you have to go and get whatever, you, can. you know, yeah. we, well, we respect that. We the, no the, and the thing, and I'm, we're, jo- I'm joking, but yeah, if, <laughs> if you have some in your car, I will follow you out. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um, we are, you know, this was it was I was using it specifically for competition, so right. my rifle was dialed in for that, yeah, that particular ammo. ammo. And yeah. twenty two, you know, right. that's like right. it's important, right? But what you have to remember: so when we went through the the pandemic and the huge uh, supply constraints and the, the huge consumer demand, yeah. what all the factories did, not just our brands, but all the brands, they narrowed down their focus of the variety. Sure, of what right. they're makes perfect sense, so that they could keep the 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 machine lines running yes. and get more product out the door to satisfy as many people as we could. Unfortunately, what that causes is some of the, don't be offended, more niche products had to be put off on the back back burner for a little sure. bit so we could make more of the everyday stuff to, yes. keep, to keep as much going out to people as we possibly could. And I, I think that's a, a reasonable answer. I, I perfectly well, it's could accept so, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have to accept well, it. and I, I appreciate that too. <laughs> well, I was saying, I, like, before I was kind of half joking about the like 9 millimeter, 13 cents around, yep. I feel like, and I said this to Keith, I feel like I've been here before. And what I mean by that is I can remember there being price spikes and being like it's never going to go down i would agree with that but eventually given time things seem to settle themselves out so i do feel confident that at some point you know and you could tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like at some point things will kind of come back to where they maybe once were yeah they they will come back to a more normal level but what that new normal is is still remains to be seen right the other thing we've got to keep in mind is that during that pandemic there was a lot of everyday folks that maybe were not gun owners before yes. and not necessarily advocates, but the, at the time they felt the need to protect yep. themselves because of everything that was going on. So there's a lot of new gun owners, which is therefore ammo purchasers yeah, I mean, in if, the marketplace. If, if every new gun owner buys two boxes of yes. ammos, right. I mean, what was the number? It was right. like 20 million. Yeah. But which, owners, so. which in the end, in the end is really good for us as yeah, sportsmen, absolutely. right? Ultimately yeah, I'd rather sure. have yep. ammo a little more expensive, yep. but have more advocates for the second right. amendment. So yeah. ultimately it's a, it's a win-win I yeah. think, right? Absolutely. So, so along those lines, there's more, there's more shooters that are active and, and engaged than there ever was before, which is a good thing overall, but it also impacts that. But also the supply side of things is still prices are still strong. There's yep. inflation every, everywhere, everywhere for everyone. And it, it impacts it impacts the manufacturers for procurement as well as consumers as end users. It's always the consumer that gets the, you know. Well, but but at some <laughs> point in time, you know, companies are, are in business to make profit. Of course. To survive. Yeah. Definitely. So, so you can't do things at a loss. No, you, you, you can't. So I, unfortunately, it gets passed on. But but when there's, when there's inflation on gasoline prices, yes. yeah. The, the, you can count on there's inflation on copper and lead all the materials we need. So it's got to it's got to go somewhere. You know, we just like to complain yeah. as consumers. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you have? A what's your favorite firearm? Oh, uh, that's in that's impossible. You got to pick one. Pick one. Like, yeah, I pick. I love all kinds of shooting and hunting, and I I do not have a favorite. You have one today. that's sort of like your baby, though. That you you have maybe sentimental have, of value. Um, all of them. Really? So no. So like I grew up around all of this stuff and my grandfather, my father, you know, so I have some guns from those guys that are old school hunting guns that are pretty sweet. That would be my answer too. You know, I've got some old Remington nylon 66, 22 long rifle guns that are really cool to me. Yeah. um, I like little oddball stuff. That's cool. Marlin made a semi-automatic camp carbine. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. They made them in nine millimeter and 45. So I like those a little bit. That's That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. But but I will say so if we're if we're going to go down this road yeah Marlin made a ten gauge bolt action goose gun oh really that, oh you know did I I just saw gauge, that that must gauge. that must move yeah, you. that's gotta be things yeah. awesome Ooh. things awesome yeah so so, so I mean, you do you know, have one um, or you I fired would one say more than one <laughs> wow it's called, it's called a collection for a reason collection. right yeah yeah yeah, you yeah. Know? but it's it's a pretty fun thing where you go out with your buddies and they're hunting ducks and geese and 
they're in the blind with their Benelli Super Black yeah. Eagles yeah. and their Beretta A400s <laughs> and all the camel stuff. And I walk in with a bolt action gun from 1972. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And then so you, fire, you, you fire it once and they all give you a look. And then they all leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, so, so I don't have one favorite, but I've got a few things that over time, you know, I've been around a long time. So it's safe so. to say that uh, you're, you're an avid shooter, though, for sure. Well, I, I work more than I shoot. Unfortunately, well, we always say the more you get in the industry, the less you shoot, right? right? Exactly. We, we so. were talking about the other day, like, you know, what we're going through in, we told you we, we were from New York before we got on the air and what we're going through in New York, it's like, it's getting, it's feeling like a job talking about it as much as we are, but yeah. we, we love the shooting side of it. And we love yeah. to talk to people who have fun doing that yeah, you know? for sure. And any opportunity you, you get to get out and do something is, I don't care what it is, yeah. you know, whether yeah. it's handgun shooting or or going out in a goose blind or hunting sure, or whatever, yeah. any kind of shooting. Well, and that's, that do that's what's cool. nice about uh, being in this cult, in this community, in this culture is that <clears throat> there's a lot of activities. And I always say like, you know, really you could be into one or the other, but we're really all kind of in the same community. And, you know, speaking of that, I, I mentioned before the different um, brands that are under your banner. And I, I want to tell you, I've shot uh, spear gold dot is basically my carry ammo for, yep. for forever. Yep. I remember a buddy, a, a uh, cousin of mine um, was NYPD and they would get boxes of Spear Gold Dot. And so he would get all these boxes and he would like give them to us, you know, if you had extras. Yeah. And that's how I got into that brand is I was, when I first turned old enough to have a pistol, he was like, yeah, take, take a box. And I've never swayed from it in all yep. those years. Yep. And CCI um, is one of the ones that I love for my 22, for my yeah. custom, my just, custom build. Just range, range, range ammo, yeah. like having yep. fun. But I, I had an uncle who, he never bought into the idea that different ammo was like of a higher caliber than others. You know, his idea was like, uh, if it goes bang, it's good ammo, you know? So can you explain to us sort of uh, what makes one brand of ammo better than another? Because, yeah, you know, yeah, sure, if it goes boom, it, it's good enough ammo. But really, that's we know that's not true. We talked about the technology changing. So just maybe give us a little bit of insight from an insider point of view. Yeah, so... so the, the concept of if it goes bang, it's fine, is great for shooting paper targets, right? Sure. And, th and, th and there's nothing wrong with that, and that's that's good practice, all, all of the above. However, when, when you get into either a self-defense situation where you need to protect yourself and your family, um, the, the construction of the projectile, the powder that's mm -hmm. used, the primers that are used— and even the brass case that's used all make a difference. Mm -hmm. And and again, our company has amazing engineers that guys are geniuses. And that spear gold dot ammo, the New York Police Department goes yeah. through all kinds of testing protocol. And every year we That we makes a cut. To, yeah. And it, I mean it's the cut. So there they're no, they're not they're uh actively looking to not make a change, but they actively are testing all the yep. time and yep. they could make a change if it wasn't up to right. snuff. Right. Yep. That's yep. And okay. same with all the other like Los Angeles police agency. Like, so, so spear gold dot has been and is the number one law enforcement ammo in on the planet. Yeah. And, and there's reasons for that. And again, the, the, the engineering design of the projectiles themselves, the construction uh, of it, the bonding, um, all of it plays and the powders like they they use low flash powders yeah to to for situations at night where with, with the flash when you fire the gun can impact your second shot or what you sure see affect with the your focus yes yeah. so all of those things are extremely important and then the down to the primers where <laughs> it has to be a hundred percent reliable under any condition any time yes and that's important stuff for law enforcement folks and fbi <clears throat> folks and all that and you're talking about life or death here when we're yeah, talking about absolutely. this right but uh, Keith, we've talked about this very recently, you know, uh, even hunting ammunition, you know, you got a monster buck in for you. You want that to be the ammo that doesn't go bang. Like yep. that's not yeah. a good time. Right. It's the same, you know, it's a different concept, but sure. it's the same exact idea. Yes. You have to have a hundred percent reliability and consistency when you need it. And, and that reliability, uh, has a quality cost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's where, where, where the, yep. am, the prices, the different For prices sure. of ammo come into For play, sure. right? Yep. One of the, one of the things I will, I will add in and I apologize. No, no, no. Take but, your time. But with all the new, uh, shooters and new gun owners that have come into the marketplace over the last couple of years, the education part of it is extremely important for all, for all of us, for them and for all of us in which, you know, you can go and buy CCI blazer ball ammo and, and use your handgun to practice. And that's what you should do. do. Yep. But they also need to understand that for personal defense, home defense and stuff, the, the, the differences in the lead ball ammo Versus a, a hollow point, uh, hollow point 
engineered projectile for self-defense are huge. And everyone needs to know that it's good. It's good to practice with that stuff. But when, when it, when it's on the line and it counts, you've got to have the right. Promise. Well, and I think you're almost making an argument of why you need to really, uh, we do it occasionally, you know, obviously cost comes into play, but you, you got to train with your defense ammo yep. too. You Definitely. really have to know how yep. that's going to react. I was just thinking firearm. that actually the other day yeah. that I need yeah. to do that again. That's yeah. something I've We haven't done it in a while. Wow. You know what I end up doing? It's funny. Whenever we go to a course, you and I, I, I probably don't ever tell you I do this, but I usually shoot. My, what's in there what's in my in my yeah. carry gun at some point i try not to do it at right out of the gate because i don't want to do it cold i want to make the most out of that high sure. <laughs> high price yeah. ammo yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh yeah it is definitely something something that we all we all should be doing for sure um, and, and if you go back to the law enforcement agencies like though the all of our contracts with those guys can contain a spear lawman ball ammo that corresponds to the spear gold dot use ammo okay use ammo and and they practice and train on the lawman with the same bullet weights and the same, like it'll hit the same hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as between the, the two as the types. Gold yeah, that's cool. And, that, yeah. and there's a purpose for that. Sure. You know, and that's why they do it. And the same thing, you know, translates over to consumers that you, you got to practice with the stuff. <laughs> so and, if it, uh, so if you end up finding some of that, you know, gold medal ultra match, if you also could fall across some Remington STS primers, 209s, shot shells, that would be like, You'd be my yeah. new hero. Well, it's good you're not demanding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, hey, hey, it's I a running, it, yeah. it's a running joke, but it's not really a joke. He'll, he'll, we'll have a guest, and he'll go. You know what? We'll get your information. We'll do this. We'll do that. And when he says that, we get off the I air. Go, and he goes, get Mike, that. get on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Demanding is the right word. You, you must have met him before or yeah, something. For sure. So my name's John Smith. <laughs> John my, Smith. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm locking my truck. Before. Yeah, yeah. You might want to do that. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, listen. Thank you for spending time with us. Uh, it really ple- pleasure, and you've really given a lot of insight into you know the different uh information on ammunition so i really appreciate your time yeah, yeah. likewise very much yeah. thank you thank guys you. i enjoyed it and uh i'm really glad that you guys are here today thank awesome. you talk to you later man keith so i i don't know that we've ever talked to someone in the ammunition space have no we? i i i felt like uh i didn't want him to go i mean i know we have to uh we have a we have a tight schedule today with a lot of lot of yeah. interesting guests but uh i wanted to keep talking yeah it was really uh, interesting like to talk to someone who uh carries the brands that i've used and like the thing about the spear gold that was really interesting because it reaffirms my the use that i'm getting out of it you know and i really wanted to pick his brain a little bit more about some uh, projectile enhancements and what's uh, what's coming in the future he, i thought you were gonna say you want to pick his brain about his car and how much ammo he has that you can go get for. <laughs> well i i he I, picked up on your game real quick by I, the way i uh, <laughs> I, did, I did give him the pickpocket on the way out i got his keys nice, so nice, we're ready nice. to go sounds good so we're here with our next guest and uh this is one of the four finalists this is daniel and sherry from dripping springs texas how you guys doing today i'm doing great great what a great name Dripping Springs, Texas. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just I thought it was a great name. But uh, what what types of uh, what's what's your favorite type of shooting? And uh, I'm going to let ladies go first, Sherry. If you don't, do you shoot? Uh, we go out to the range to go shooting. Uh, it's mostly the indoor range, but oh. we went out to, to an outdoor range the other day, which is a whole different thing. Yeah. I really love doing it outside. So you like pistol mostly, or I do. Yes, yeah. uh, the boys have given up you know, ARs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's just a little bit too much for me. So I'm a pistol girl. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You know, it's funny when you shoot outdoors I, for years, I shot an indoor range, but an outdoor range is beautiful. Oh, I got yeah. a nice day. You go out there yeah. and the wind's blowing and yep. a nice sunny day. I, yeah. I love that. You know, it's funny. <clears throat> we're from New York. We always say that we create quality content behind enemy lines. <laughs> and uh, we saw you guys are from Texas. And I always say that I'm really a Southerner who had the misfortune of being born as a Yankee. Uh, but I love barbecue. Um, and I'm just curious, how's the brisket in your part of Texas? It's awesome. Is it? Yeah, as a matter of fact, our son-in-law owns a barbecue place. Wow. Wait, did you bring any? No, we did not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But we go out there and eat a, quite a bit. I bet you so, do. I actually took my kids last night. My, my wife is away, and I took my kids last night to a, a local barbecue spot, and they have uh, smoked turkey with this like uh, this white barbecue sauce that's outstanding on it. It's really, really good. But uh, we didn't give uh, uh, Daniel an opportunity. What what type of shooting do you like? you like pistols also? or? So my main focus is pistols. I enjoy that a lot. Yeah. And then... Uh, of course, I you know do the AR. We have that yep. that uh, I built with my grandson. Okay, nice. that's cool. Mostly he helped me build it. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Uh, he did the hard stuff. But that's kind of cool. You got to do that with your grandson. Oh, it was great yeah. bonding with him like that. Yeah, it something he'll just, never forget. He'll remember really this whole life. Funny. Right. Yeah. yeah. How about uh, shotguns? You into? 
So, I can't help myself but ask because I am. Yeah, I, I have a 12-gauge, uh, uh, I can't remember the brand, uh, a big 12-gauge shotgun that I grew up with that uh, used to go skeet shooting a lot. Okay. And recently mm -hmm. I just bought a bullpup shotgun. Oh, yeah. They're cool. I haven't actually got to shoot it yet, but I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, that's something I've never so, shot, but I think, sure. I think they're very cool. Every time I see I, I one, I like in a, the way it looks. Yeah, every time yeah. I see one in a gun store, I'm always like, man, that's kind of a cool thing. I, I would like to give that a shot yeah. there, you know? Yeah. Um, I imagine that, uh, you know, when Texans travel uh, to the Northeast, they, they uh, you know, they have to prepare, you know, for the massive loss of the Second Amendment rights uh, <laughs> mentally. So is there any truth to that? Did you guys have to come here today and say, well, like, I can't open carry for a couple days? <laughs> well, yeah, we just, whenever we go out of state, um, like we go camping a lot in our trailer and, uh, I'll go online and look and try to find out what the laws are make sure I don't Good for do you. anything wrong. So, yeah. uh, Mike and I always have this debate. I, uh, I would open carry if I had the opportunity to do it. He, he is a concealed guy. Yeah. Um, you know, his arguments are strong and, uh, I think my arguments are equally as strong. Mine are stronger. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> we have to agree to disagree, but I, I always say that, you know, if you're open carrying, it, it might defer somebody from, from doing something. They, they, they walk around, they see, you know, three or four people around them open carrying out of a hundred or whatever the case that might be enough. And, Mike sort of says he wants to maintain his upper hand. and I, I do think that you do have a point, though. Like, if 30 people are open carrying, that might do it. That might do it. But if you're the only one, I'm afraid you're, you're, you're a the first target. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think? Are you a target for open carrying, or are you better to conceal? And I, I conceal carry a lot. Okay. So that's my, that's my okay. preference. My man. Sherry? I'm a conceal carry. Uh, I'm for conceal carry okay. just because I'm so small that, like, <laughs> yeah. like you said, I don't want to be too, that I'm small too, Keith. That's target. it. That's it. You're small right. like Sherry, so you don't want to be a target. So, that's right. Yeah, I don't want to be that target. <laughs> yes. Uh, but everybody in Texas knows that everybody's yes. carrying. Concealed so, or not, there's yeah. a chance. Yeah. 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 Do you do you have a circle of uh, friends that, that do prefer open carry, or is everyone pretty much concealed? I don't think we know anybody that open carries okay. yeah. very okay. often. So that's just like an image in my mind that maybe is not as accurate as or happens as much as I think it does. You sound like a real Yankee right now. <laughs> well, you know, I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, you don't see a lot of open carry going on where we live at least. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm sure that, uh, you know, speaking of uh, carrying and shooting, I'm sure that you've put that ammo membership to good use this year. Uh, what would you say is your favorite ammo to shoot? And that could be either caliber or brand, that whatever you prefer, but or both. But what would you say? So uh, in my case, I, I uh, like uh, the forty-five auto is what I what I carry and that's, what I that's my favorite enjoy shooting. Too. Nice. And um, you know, I, I practice with uh, the ball ammo, but I usually carry uh, with a uh, like. Uh, Hollow point or something. Hollow, yeah, it's a hollow point yep. type. That uh, critical you have any, defense. Any particular brand that you like or Hornady? Hornady, yeah. yeah. They make. I know they, nobody here really has. That no, one. I hunt with a lever action and a thirty thirty, and they make something called the Hornady um, Lever Evolution. Yeah, and it's actually a really tr I terrific. Have some of that. Yeah. yeah, it's terrific ammunition. Yeah. Sherry, what about you? What's your favorite caliber, or do you have a preference of brand? Well. Dan takes care of all the ordering. For me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that sounds like a perfect relationship. Yes. What a gentleman. Yes. Mike I does do. the same for me, Sherry. He yeah, takes yeah. care of all my ordering. Yes. <laughs> I just see the bill later, but Dan orders all the Nice, all nice. The he says, well, oh, you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, goodness. So if, if you both win the truck, uh, are you going to road trip it back? Um, well, I don't know if we I mean, can. I mean, Mike not. and I will take your plane tickets. We'll go to your 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 family's barbecue spot. Yeah, come on and down. And we'll come uh, on down. Yeah, we'll yeah. go get some barbecue. We'll take you out for some barbecue. Nice. Yeah, you can drive. You can drive the truck back. That sounds like a plan. Um, all right, there we go, Mike. We're awesome. going to Texas. I love Texas. I'm voting Dripping Springs, Texas. Dripping Springs. I'm I'm voting for uh, for Dan and Sherry to win the truck. Man, all right. I, I want that barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Thank you so much for spending time with us and uh, you know telling us a little bit about yourselves and your story and uh, good luck to both of you and uh, hope you hope you win the truck yeah All good right. luck All thank right. you yep. we'll see you soon alright 
man, Keith, I really enjoyed hanging out with them, and I really want some barbecue food. I now. know. I can't stop thinking about it. But, yeah, jeez. Uh, I, I, I really thought for a second there that you were going to get us a plane ticket down to Texas. Well, I, I was thinking about maybe offering to drive the truck if they won, but I said, <laughs> let's take the plane yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah let them drive. Let them drive. They'll have yeah. a nice, you know, nice trip down. Yeah. So uh, now we're here Unless- with... Our new contestant, our <laughs> new Mark wins. Yeah, Mark <laughs> from Centerville, Mass. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? Very, Very good. good. So uh, we're getting right into this thing. So uh, what's your favorite type of shooting to participate in? Uh, mainly range shooting or outdoor shooting shotguns. Just Shotguns. Man, we're a lot of shotgun Lighter. people here. Are you today. a trap guy, trap and ski kind of guy? Uh, I have before, but mainly, you know, just going out and just shooting the outdoor range. Nice. Yeah. Okay, nice. center uh, Centerville. It's it, that's on the Cape, right? Yep. It's uh, near Barnstable uh, or in Barnstable. In, is it in Barnstable County? It yeah. is. So uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, fun fact about Barnstable. I don't know if you know this, Mark, but uh, the Pink Power Ranger, the original Pink Power Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson, was from there. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm why, of, why would you? Why would you? I think I'm probably the only crazy person that knows that. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> That was that was one thing that I I had to ask you if you you know knew that she was from there if you knew yeah, where she lived yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no, was, that's some good good information thank you she, <laughs> yeah she was my favorite Power Ranger not because she was the pink one just because she was a girl I think maybe I don't yeah know. was she was she good looking she had to be she was oh, yeah, an actress I mean, right yeah, yeah yeah so you're the one finalist that is actually in a similar or the same geographic region as us I mean you're definitely more in more into New England but uh, do you find being a gun owner in the Northeast as frustrating as we do. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Massachusetts is really difficult, um, yeah. definitely. But you know, you can work around some things. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what we try to do too. I mean, New York is—I uh, don't know if you're if they're talking about it on Mass, but we have this new uh, concealed carry improvement act, which is anything but an improvement. <laughs> yeah, um, but they got a really good name on it. It looks <laughs> looks really good. Yeah, um, but we're we're trying to work our way uh, way through it as well. Um, but. Uh, yeah, you're the one contestant. I said I, I can commiserate with this guy. Yeah, Everyone yeah. else, I'm like, you don't my, know. Yeah, they're all Texas, and yeah, they they're pretty much yeah. free world. Yeah, I, I love I love Massachusetts. Boston is probably one of my favorite cities to, mm-hmm. to visit. Great I love, city. I love partying in, in definitely Massachusetts. great city. I would agree. Uh, I have uh, a couple friends that live um, not too far from Lowell. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Lowell's not the greatest city in Massachusetts. It's still entertaining. It's though. an entertaining place, and uh, there are some breakfast spots out there that I would travel. I have traveled three hours just to eat breakfast. It's, you always talk about their breakfast. Uh, well, in Lowell, Massachusetts, there's this place called, if you ever get out that way, it's called uh, the Owl Diner, the Four Sisters Owl Diner. And if you catch it on a good day, they got lobster eggs benedict. Yeah, good stuff. Really, yeah. really good stuff. Yeah. So, Mark, if you win this truck, uh, who's the first person you're going to go show it off to? Got like a shooting buddy or who, who are you going to show know. it off to? I don't know. I'm sure my girlfriend will just take it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think you're going to lose it before you yeah, get to Yeah, I think she already it. told me it's, you know. It's, it's uh, mine. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. No, but I'll drive it around, bring, you know, bring it to my, yeah, one of my buddy's houses and. Cool. It's definitely a cool truck. It yeah. Definitely, I love you those got, rims and tires yeah, on it. No, Very looks, nice. Looks sharp. You got to see it when you came in. Yeah. yeah. Do you, were you sizing up the competition? Like you know, with the other. No, kid? not really. I don't know. I'm not really just a having luck, a good I'm day. Not really a lucky dude. So like, whatever. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> we, leave it something. But you're I, lucky to get this yeah, far, no, right? It was. I didn't even think it was. Uh, you know, I didn't even think it was real. So yeah, crazy. But it's definitely real now. We, so hopefully. A friend you know. of the show uh, actually was uh, a, the, uh, a, the, a possible runner-up as well. They, they didn't make it to the top four. And mm-hmm. we were talking to them about it, and, and they were like, man, I was so close to being in the top four, but I couldn't make it. He had a... You know, he had oh, he a, backed out. He he couldn't make it. He had a, a, a previous commitment that couldn't make it happen. But uh, we were like so excited that you know maybe he would could be here. But now we're meeting all you guys, and now we're equally excited for all yeah, of you. It's great, so. great to meet all no, you guys. It's, so it's definitely exciting. We're just excited to see somebody win that thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, listen, uh, really nice talking to you and uh, congratulations for being here and good luck. And uh, hopefully you win that truck. Yeah. All right. Nice right. to meet you guys. Yeah. Nice Thanks, to meet you. Talk to you soon. You know, it's funny, Keith, we were talking to somebody from Massachusetts and every time mass comes up, you bring up Lola and food. <laughs> you, food. I, I have to go there with you one time because I feel like the breakfast must be phenomenal. Listen, we're about halfway there right now. Uh, we can maybe. Could we tell the wives the car broke down, t- flat tire? I, my wife, I'll just tell her I'm going to the owl. Sh- She'll know exactly wh- why. I've- She's also not home, so it won't matter. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> that's true, too. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, it's been great meeting all of these finalists. We have uh, another finalist here with us now. This is John and Laura from Jeffersonville, Indiana. How are you guys doing? Great. Great. We're doing Good. great. Awesome. So we just heard you guys are newlyweds. Yeah. Wow. Newlyweds possibly yeah. getting a brand new truck. That's yeah. this is exciting. Did Did you guys do any shooting for your wedding? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that kind of wedding. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You have a favorite type of shooting? Do you shoot together? 
No, actually. So I haven't really had much of a gun background until John and I started dating. Okay. I actually uh, grew up in a bit of an anti-gun household. Oh, that's interesting. So, it's getting spicy. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so when I learned that this was one main one of uh, John's main hobbies, I just thought it was a quirky sort of thing that he enjoyed and because it's not really a conversation that comes up with most people. Of that course, meet. yeah. Uh, it seems a little bit taboo for the sure. most part. I would agree with that. Yeah. My wife didn't know that I was really that into it. And then, and I really wasn't because it was, you know, a different phase of my life. And then when we settled down, I got back into it and she's like, wait, where did this come from? And I'm like, it's always been there. It just yeah. was, you know. I just blame Mike. Ever since I met Mike, it's just accelerated for me. That so. is true. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife probably blames me too, doesn't she? Yeah. But this Dude, weekend has been just so wonderful. Just everyone speaking so openly about it. I realize it's a very normal and actually a very common hobby to have. So yeah. it's been wonderful to see the interest and realize, oh, this isn't just a niche uh, interest. This is something that many thousands, even hundreds of thousands of people across the country are really into and yeah. it can be yeah. a really healthy thing. So, And it is it is a lot of fun, right, John? Oh, yeah. What, what is your do you, what type of shooting do you like to do? I, I like uh, shoot 22s and that's, soft oh, recoil. That's, that's our favorite. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's cheap ammo. It's fun. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't do, beat you up. Do you have like a, a nice... 22 rifle or Mike and I kind of went a little overboard. We had a little I have a lot of the cheap stuff. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, uh, the yeah, one of our favorite things. 1022s. Yeah. Yeah. One of our favorite things to do is they sell these targets that are battleship targets uh, and you get to go against the other person try to sink their battleship. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah it is a lot of yeah. fun. So when you guys say Indiana, uh, you know, the first thing most people think of is the Indianapolis 500 or the Pacers maybe. What's the gun culture like where you're from? Is it pretty rich? Yeah, I think so. We're fortunate in that um, they recently just passed constitutional carry okay. in Indiana. So um, it's kind of come to that whole region, Kentucky and Ohio and Indiana. So um, definitely it's one of the best parts of the country to be in. And um you know, I'm happy to see that development. Definitely. You see so many states restricting gun ownership. And, yeah, neat. Uh, where we're from, yeah. definitely. We're we're constantly trying to trying to do those uh, the uh, the balance between you know what's a what's a just law and what's not, and you know how far how far to that line are you going to go? But uh, I guess that's a topic for off the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeffersonville has it's got a, a when I was doing a little research on it, it's it's got a very long rich history, right? I mean, it's been around for a very long time. It's named after Thomas Jefferson, um, and I was reading that it's also known for steamboat building. Are you guys aware of that? Yeah, they've got uh, two steamboats that are, um, it's real on the, the Louisville side. So they've got okay. the, the Bell of Louisville, and then there's the, uh, it used to be called the Spirit of Jefferson. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they have the two steamboats that they have there. And um, it's very popular. People go out on cruises in the springtime and uh, they take you down the Ohio River and yes. yeah. see the, the scenery. I've actually attended a wedding that was on one of the steamboats, and it was just so fun and cool to see. The river and just this old-fashioned steamboat, how it's working and things like that. Very cool. So, guys, if you win the truck, uh, how do you see yourselves using it? Maybe like trips to Home Depot or maybe loading up the bed with guns and ammo. I mean, I'm, for... sure you have, I'm sure you have a honey-do list already, yeah. John. But wait, you know, yes, you know. he does. <laughs> if you guys say you're going to take it out and race it in the Indianapolis 500, I'm calling BS and I'm out of here. That's, like, not, that's happening. not happening. So what are your plans with the truck? I'm going to let Laura answer that one. Cause... Okay. So we're completely renovating our house right now. Oh, nice. Up till now, John has done everything. Um, the floors, we've re completely redone it. Uh, we repainted the whole thing. He put in a new fireplace uh, just over this past month. So he was up on the roof. Uh, much to my dismay, I wanted to hire someone for that part, but he's just com a complete cowboy in that regard. So um, it's working now. We're, uh, our next project is the master uh, bathroom. So, so you need a truck. We have, we do. Yeah. We have uh, two really good um, Toyotas that are very compact. Um, so they haven't really been uh, serving our needs very Not well home kind over, of vehicles. over the well. past couple months. So if we get uh, the truck, I think it'll be a really good godsend for us to be able to uh, use something like that in all of our projects. Sure. Well, <laughs> Mike and I are rooting for all of you. Yeah, but, but uh, congratulations <laughs> yeah. And for being here. And uh, we wish you guys luck in the in getting the truck. Yeah, okay. thank you very right. much. Thank, thank you. Thank you, being here. you know, it's funny, Keith, that speaking to them was interesting because I don't think I've ever met anyone from Indiana. And so I didn't know what the gun culture was like. I really, truly don't. Well, I, we, we all knew about the constitutional carry piece being, you know, recent, but yeah. I, I thought it was just refreshing to hear Laura's perspective of not growing up in a gun household and now all of a sudden really coming to a place where you and I want it to be a more normalized thing. And it, it truly is normal. Kind of gives you a little <laughs> bit of hope that maybe people can uh, come around. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I got a little excited about it. I'm it a little, 
It was kind of nice. Yeah. It was nice to hear yeah. that for sure. Yeah. So uh, I believe that is the four finalists for the truck. That's um, it. One yeah. of them are going home with that thing. Yeah, but we're lucky we're not quite done here. We have uh, Brian from Winchester here with us. I'm glad to have you, Brian. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing very, excellent. Very good. Thank you for coming and uh, uh, getting in the hot seat, so to speak, a little bit with us. Yeah. I'm, have they all been talking down there like, oh my God, it was unbearable, or it's been pretty good, I hope. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of sweating faces. As yeah. 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 We were asking the hardball questions, you know. <laughs> so uh, anyway. So you're here today to represent Winchester Ammunition. Uh, what is your role in the company? So I'm one of the uh, 21 territory sales managers. So I cover commercial accounts from Atlantic City all the way up to Canada and the eastern side of New York. Wow. wow. Okay. Do you when you go to Canada? Does that like? Oh, you, I end at Canada. You end <laughs> at Canada, right? Yeah, I yeah, look I was at the border. Say you can't, okay, like, you look, I, yeah, yeah, because that's like a whole nother world trying yeah. to go that, yeah. that route. Um, Mike and I, my my wife has has a, a cousin that lives in Moira, Malone. Like if you know that area up that way, you're shaking your head yes, so you know. So it's, my my furthest north account is in um, Highland Park, Vermont. Okay, and it's. I think like five minutes from the border. <laughs> so last year, I'm like, hey, if I go out back and I throw a snowball into Canada, they're like, well, if you've got a pretty good arm, you might be able Maybe to. Do I that. went to college in Plattsburgh, and that was like a hop, skip, and a jump to Canada. So I, I've been to Montreal a, a few times in my life. Yeah. Is, sure. is this your first uh, ever podcast? You seem pretty comfortable over there. No, I've done a couple. Oh, good yeah. for you. I've cool. done a couple. So. Okay. Well, any I've heard of? Any? any... I actually, when Target Sports USA had their podcast, I actually came in and did one of their episodes. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Very, very cool. Okay, cool. Okay. Was it in this building? Yeah, it was. They had a little studio downstairs uh, in the in the uh, admin hallway on the left. Oh, oh man. Cool. We're going to have to... We, I don't think they showed us where that studio is. We'll no, have to check no, that no. out. Okay. So you work for one of the biggest ammo manufacturers around. Uh, what's your round count a year? That I shoot yeah. well, you know, for yeah, me as a sell, right? yeah. for me as a uh, aspiring competitive shooter, uh, you know, <laughs> I shoot, uh, yeah, I shoot a couple thousand rounds uh, a month. Okay, good. Um, Only one particular caliber, or is that spread out over multiple? You know, for for me, yeah, um, I shoot primarily, you know, nine millimeter. Um, we were just in San Antonio uh, last weekend doing a Shoot United event. And we probably went through just over 5,000 rounds of 22 and two, wow. you know, four hour little yep. mini events. So we had a lot of fun. The majority of, of uh, the rounds that I fire every year are 12 gauge, um, but I've been shooting a fair amount of nine millimeter. And uh, I'm, I'm just getting back to my first love, which is 45 ACP. I, I, that's my favorite round. And, so and, I have to ask, when you say 45 ACP, does the firearm happen to model happen to begin with a one and a nine? Uh, it does. Uh, uh, I, uh, if you, I, are you a listener of the show? I, I, I just bought a, uh, um, well, I, I didn't just buy a bit. <laughs> I've been waiting for this thing forever. Um, I bought a 1911 from Nighthawk Customs, uh, a Thunder Ranch. I had no idea podcasts paid so well. <laughs> uh, well, don't tell my wife. Uh, I I I traded some guns. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but 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 he's the only guy I know that bought a gun and then sent it back to the company before ever shooting it, so that he can never see it again because yeah. it's been months. I bought it in April Mayish, uh, and I in New York, you know, we have to we have a pistol permit, and it's sometimes a process to get a pistol added. You know, you when you have buy a pistol permit in New York. Yeah, we Good. both do. Yeah, wow. Well, not in the city of New York. That's no. like a, no. That's like an act but of New God. New York State. That's but yeah, yeah. I have one in New York. Is that as hard as you would think? I mean, if you're in the right county, it's, yeah, it's doable. Yeah, it's pretty pretty easy where we live, and um, I I I figured it was going to take weeks to get this thing back. So I I had it in my hand, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to send this back for the in, the uh, interchangeable optic system and like get it all set up. And it'll be back before I get it on my permit. And I got my permit like two weeks, and I'm still waiting on it. It was really funny. You do realize that there's milling involved and refinishing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They when they and unfortunately, um, their one of their CNC machines were down, so it kind of like got them backed up a little bit. But last I had heard, it was in the finishing stages. It just needed to be finished up. It was milled and just needed to be polished and finished back it up. It sounds like I'm going to have to take a trip out to New York so I could come see said pistol once it's yeah. on. Yeah, I think you're welcome. Would, can you're we welcome do a podcast from the range? Yeah. We could we definitely set up. Cool yeah. Or go to the range and then you can come back to our studio and we'll do a podcast. We, yeah. We could talk about how awful we all shot and then we <laughs> just laugh at each other. Well, Mike will talk about how awful he shot. Yeah, shoots. yeah. I'm that's fine. usually my role. <laughs> you're a competitive shooter. You can't be that bad. Listen, every... NFL quarterback has a backup and every backup 
NFL quarterback has a guy sitting at home on his couch waiting for both those guys to get hurt. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we, Mike and I, and we're all talking. We we all you know shoot a lot, right? Uh, to to most people, I I think in the industry we probably are on the lower end in in some in some cases. But um, you know, we know a lot of people around our circle that also shoot as as much, more than we do. But over the last year, I've really been encountering more incidences of hard primers and failures to fire fire cartridges from brand new ammo. Really? Yeah. And is that is that due to the pace of trying to keep up with the demand? Is quality control can't keep up, or are you experiencing that in your in your? Uh... You know, I I think that no matter where you go in in any industry, uh, anything you know, we talk about handgun safety, right? Um, one of the things that that is taught, you know, the NRA says a safety is a mechanical device that sure. can fail. Yep, of course. Just like yep. brakes on your car, just like anything, um, with any product, um, could there be uh, quality control issues? Well, every industry, yeah. no matter what. And has- Brian, I'm not saying it was Winchester ammo, by the way. I just, you know, uh, I'm more, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm asking the question just because you obviously deal in that realm more mm-hmm. than I do, and. You know, um, it just only seemed logical. That's the only logical explanation that I could come up with. You no, know? the the um, you know, in in my experience, um, there doesn't seem to be you know any increase in that. In, yeah, no, any increase. You know, I've been I've been competing for probably thirty years. Okay. Um, and what you see today is 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 much better okay. than what we had you know thirty years ago. We were just um, talking about the the evolution of ammunition earlier, and it's you know something you don't think of as as like you know so much engineering going into it, but it's amazing that it actually is right. You know, and, and I've had and I've had the pleasure to go out to our ammunition manufacturing facilities and actually cool. see the technology um, that goes in. And you know, f- for I have a hard you know I have a really hard time believing because I've seen what the factory goes through and, and what, you know, the, our employees go through to make, you know, the quality of ammunition that we do. I mean, I, I'm a reloader, I'm a competitive shooter and I make my own ammo and I'm really, you know, particular about what how I make and, yeah. and, you know, seating depth of primers and stuff. And, right. and we have technology that has that down to a science yep. to... I only reload shot shell ammo. I I haven't uh, reload. I don't reload. I'm I'm getting ready to move on to to pistol and and some rifle stuff. Um, do you own, are you did you go right into it right into pistol or did you start? Well, my my dad who taught me how to shoot, um, you know, somewhere between the ages of five and seven was a competitive bullseye shooter. Oh wow! Uh, so you know, in the in the late seventies and and early eighties. Yeah, we were shooting twenty twos, and then, you know, at the end of the match, these guys would would pull out their their forty fives, and they would be you know using semi wad cutters, you know, lead that they had cast, you know, right. in their driveways, you know, the week <laughs> yeah. before, and um, so I learned on a single stage reloading press. That's oh, you know, so yeah. I appreciate you know uh, hand priming and then putting it into a loading block, and then you know putting a powder charge. I'm sure one. you can also appreciate the technology they have now that makes a lot of that a lot easier as well, though. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. And that's you know, and that's I think you being someone that that has reloaded you know one at a time, and then you know progressing up to um, a progressive reloader, but not a commercial reloader. Right. Um, you know, I I can appreciate uh, the capacity that. Um, you know us, and even you know um, Vista. I know you guys had uh, Dave on. You know had Dave on, and uh, you know we were we were joking around downstairs. Um, you know it's it's uh, the two well, great companies. We're 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 not letting you off the hook any any more than we let him off. Is is Winchester recovering? You know, well from the high demand, and and I don't think it's an ammo shortage. We were we, we talked with him. I think it's a multitude of different things, supply yeah. chains and and new gun shooters. But are you reco- are you recovering well? Or oh yeah, oh you know, and I and I think you you bring up a really a really good point. You know, we uh, you know, we look at we look at research. We look at we look at the numbers, and um, I go out to sporting clays facilities, and everyone's oh, where's all the shotgun ammo? Where's all the shotgun ammo? And I say, reloading supplies particularly. Yeah, yeah. And and I said I said oh, let me. I said, let me ask you a question. I said, now, I said, you've been a, a shotgun shooter for a while. Yeah. I said, if you walk out to a sporting clays or a trap facility, 
I said, now, as opposed to 10 years ago, how much busier is this facility? Right. Number which is a great shooters. thing. Yeah, it's which a, is yeah. a great thing. Fantastic. We said to Dave earlier, like that it's a, you know, if prices go up a little bit, but more people are advocates and, and on board the train, that's a better thing. That's better for all of us, yeah. really. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I'm a trainer and the amount of people that are looking for training, um, is, is astronomical. Yeah. Um, but those those people that are that are coming out to you know the shot shell facilities and stuff, you know, I, I some guy um, we were at uh, in New York the other day and and someone was was having uh, some fun with me and they're like, yeah, you know, we can't find this and we can't find this. I said, I'll tell you what, I said, this is what you do. I said, anyone comes in, ask them how long they've been they've been shooting you know shot shell. I said, if it's less than five years, I said, tell them to go back to golf. He <laughs> doesn't have enough seniority, and you know, we we kind of laughed. Yeah. And, um, he was a um, a retired uh, law enforcement, so we were having a little fun going back and forth, just, gotcha. just like I was. Why so. is shot shell uh, and reloading components, particularly for yeah, shot shell? I was shell, about I mean, primer. What are the primers you use? Uh, the, Winchester two hundred nine primers yeah. and Remington SDS primers are the sure. two, two primers. I like those hulls the best, yeah. right? Those two hulls, um, and uh, I can't find either. And uh, I, I like I can find them on Gunbroker, but who wants you know? It's like a premium price. Yeah, I, I can I can tell you where to find them. Your trunk, because Dave said no. he had some in his. And no. uh, <laughs> listen, in 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 every flat of shot shell ammo you buy, there are 250, I, 209 that's primers where they are, in right? there. That, yeah. That's where they are. Yeah, and you know, and it's and it's funny, and we do get that question a lot. Every every shot shell primer that we make. Is going is into going a, into around production because the the demand is still high. Is it's crazy because yeah. so many people are getting into this. Sport. I mean, I literally yeah. have gone into the zombie apocalypse stash. You know, I've I've gone that deep. Oh, you're there. I'm there. Yeah, it's, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm Sadsville. There. Sadsville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so. Well, I got to ask, um, what do you what uh, what sport? Uh, I I I like to shoot trap and skeet. Are my primary two okay? Um, I hate I hate them. He hates them both. I love shooting moving targets, but I love skeet because I love the idea—not the idea—but when you blast a bird and it's so close that you got to avoid shrapnel. Ah. Uh, that is like my favorite. He always part of said skeet. that, and I was like, he's got to be sort of joking. And then we had somebody on—I don't remember who—that said the exact same thing, and I was like, I guess he's not making that yeah, up. I guess it's a I, real that, thing. That's my favorite part of, of yeah. shooting skeet. But so you I, mention, I do some sporting clays too. Okay. But uh, trap and skeet are my two favorites. You had mentioned competition a couple times in the conversation. So what type of competition do you participate so in? I, I, way back when I was uber competitive, I did a lot of IDPA. I'll dabble yep. in USPSA. Okay. We've started um, to do that started, a little yeah. bit. And um, I do, uh, you know, now because I'm older and I'm broken and I'm slow <laughs> and I can't see anymore. Um, you know, I, I do a lot of charity Charity events, oh, cool. you know, uh, there's a couple of great ones in New Hampshire, and, and I'll I'll tell you guys after, you know, we can yeah. go up and yeah. there's a great um, veteran suicide charity up there, aiming oh, for zero. Yeah. Oh. And uh, if you guys want to shoot, you know, next year, come Please. on up. You guys can shoot with me and my squad. Don't, oh, cool! I'll Don't invite us. We what, won't. We'll what hang not on. to do? And uh, but it, but it's a lot of fun, and, and even steel. And I start, what is that? What kind of competition is that? Shoot? So that charity event up in uh, New Hampshire, it it basically bridges every shooting sport. You'll shoot steel stages, you'll shoot IDPA-ish stages, mm -hmm. and you'll shoot USPSA stages. Very oh, cool. Um, the fall one, we just had one um, last month, and I actually brought the North Carolina uh, Winchester rep up because he wanted to shoot in you it. know, and, and experience it because he gets, he gets questions like we all do um, out from customers and stuff. Hey, if you're shooting pistol competition, and he didn't really have that kind of experience, so he came up, spent a literally probably like four hours in one day. And he went from, okay, this is a handgun. And we spent four hours, um, like four good hours. And he shot the match and he did fantastic. Natural. So proud of him. That's uh, cool. It was amazing. That is cool. So, that is cool. Well, listen, I really would like to take you up on that offer. Um, so when we get off, I definitely want to exchange some information and make sure that we can keep in contact with you. Oh, absolutely. And, um, you love guys you. are right in my back. I live five minutes from here. Oh, we're, oh yeah. We're only an, an hour and a half south. Yeah, well, not bad at all. Yeah, so, Southwest. Yeah, so uh, let's definitely make sure we get uh, our contact information. And, we'll and if you there. come across Winchester 2-9 primers, you know, you want to you know throw them my way. <laughs> if, 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 I, if, if some happen to show up in my trunk... I will. I you will be okay. my first call. Fair all enough. Right, fair enough. Good. All right. All right. Thank you so much. 
Man, it, it always amazes me, Keith, that no matter where we go in the community, in the industry, we meet people. It was very, very nice of him to invite us. To I, I thought them. you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say that it, it's always like us to talk so long that uh, that our last guest guest gets off the hook and. Nah, 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 <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but I, I guess we should really introduce our our last and final guest here. And uh, Marco, the CEO of Target Sports USA, is joining us, and uh, the man who's making all this happen today. So, uh, thank you for joining us, Marco. Thank you for giving away an F one fifty. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys uh, for for coming. Of Glad course, to have you here. Of course. So first off, uh, we we want again thank you and uh, all the stuff you're doing to uh, support us and and the podcast and and it's been great having you guys as a sponsor. Uh, you've been putting a lot of work into this event. I know every time I talk to CJ, she's telling me what's going on. It sounds like your people are very very busy. Uh, how excited are you that the big day is finally here? I'm so excited. Yeah, like you said, we've put a lot of effort into this it's been months and months of planning and it's finally here we're excited yeah you can that. be honest you can say you're going to be sad to see the truck go i, I will be sad <laughs> I, I think that's going to be my next next car I it's beautiful beautiful <laughs> yes, truck. I, I fell in love with it yeah you know I, I don't know a lot of companies that just give away f-150s hell i don't think ford even does that <laughs> uh why is it so important for you to do things like this for your customers we just want to give back to our to our customers and yeah. uh, obviously mainly to our to our Prime members, um, it they've supported us all these years, um, and I think we just want to give back to them and um, really thank them for, for yeah. their support and trust. Yeah, it's uh, they'll be excited to buy ammo from you, right? To get chance to win in a, a truck is is an exciting thing. It's a plus. Yeah, yeah, plus. It, it surely is. It surely is. Well, listen, Marco, I want to thank you for making us a part of the Target Sports family and having us here on this very special day. After speaking to all the finalists and the companies that you work with, it's very clear to us that you're not only in the ammunition business, but very much so uh, in the people business. And I, I uh, wish you success in the future uh, with the company and look forward to the next big thing from Target Sports USA. Thank you so much, guys. Of course. And to everyone listening, we want to thank you again for taking time out of your day to tune into our show. You can find links in the show notes to all of our social media, so be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Discord so we can keep the conversation going.